Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. How does this sound? Sound good? Well, it begs the question, why do I sound bad? I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice and inspiration <laughs> flowing at What's you. What's up with your hand when you say... Man, I, I like to get a little bit... Your arm is inspired. It, it's an, an inspiration. It's this new hoodie I have. Big shout out to... Um, <laughs> Haynes. Give it up for Haynes. <laughs> Tarjay. And uh, no, it's just a little flourish I like to give it. Inspiration. I'm, I'm trying to be inspired. That's great, man. Well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. We've done some really serious, amazing interviews the last two weeks. We did uh, an interview with Ron Carter, which which is incredible. We did an interview last week with Nicholas Payton, which was enlightening and yes. amazing. And we're kind of getting back to our uh, our bread and butter here, bud. Yes, indeed. We are back to... Wait, wait. What's what's our bread and butter? Now you got me nervous. You know, uh, BSing through the intro. Oh, right, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah trying, right. to, uh, trying to explain did, some things, maybe. To be honest, we did put our fancy pants on a little bit for Mr. Carter and Mr. Payton. A little bit, you know. Can I can I tell you something? Yeah. It's so funny that you said fancy pants. I actually brought out some old jeans. <laughs> you know how you have like a... I don't know. Do you have a fat box? Or a skinny box? I do have a fat box, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. So I found these jeans. You might have to explain to people that so if you like, don't know what that is. So if you're is. like Peter and I and you yo-yo <laughs> diet your whole adult life and you lose weight and you gain weight, you have a fat box and you have a skinny box and you're often just swapping out your clothes, especially, uh, you know, hoodies can stay out all the time. But That's right, yeah. <laughs> but things like uh, jeans, like these are some skinny jeans that are not actually, they're now a little big on me, I'll be honest, okay. but they've got a hole in a very curious place, so... Well, we not will. my fancy pants is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, gotcha. No, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We had our fancy pants on the last couple of weeks. Now we're back to the informality, <laughs> regular the old congenial, smelly basement of jeans. The, exactly. Of the you'll hear a podcast, <laughs> right. Adam and Peter. So what's happening today? Well, today we're asking the ever uh, timeless, important question: Why do I sound bad? Well, we have an answer. I'm just looking here. You're working on the wrong thing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we like to answer our own questions. You'll hear it. Yeah, that's right. Good night. Uh, no, so uh, this is something that I think about a lot. So we get a lot, we get emails, lots of emails, and we get a lot of requests for things, and we see numbers on things of the of of the material that we put out in the world, and it seems like a lot of people are always very interested in, like what you know, what scale should I use, or what's this lick, or yeah. what's this voicing, or what's this chord, or this progression, or this substitution, or this alteration, and all that stuff is super interesting. But then they know all this stuff. Some of them have been playing for a long time. Some people uh, know a lot of material and they still don't sound great. And they're frustrated that they don't sound great. You yes. know? It's not that they sound bad, actually. That was a little bit of a exaggeration. But they just don't sound like, you know, the great players that they love sound. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. when you ask them, like, well, what are you working on? And they're like, well, I'm working on this scale and all 12 keys. And yeah. You know what I mean? They're never working on the one thing that would make them sound great, which is really to solidify their rhythmic vocabulary, to yeah. have confidence in their rhythmic phrases, to learn the language of the music in a way that is applicable and not theoretical, right? So not what scale goes over which what chord. That's such an easy thing to 
understand and teach it just takes knowing it like you can yeah look at that you can google any of that and you're going to get some kind of an answer well be careful now be yeah. careful when you well, google that i know <laughs> i know well and we do like to provide that here at open studio because it's like it is an interesting thing to talk about but that's not necessarily going to make you sound good you could be playing all the right notes yeah it could sound terrible well and, it, i'm sorry go ahead no I'm but just... what today is going to be about is is kind of demonstrating this this wouldn't even be th something that you might practice but more of a demonstration that you can sound good by using great rhythm great rhythmic vocabulary using any notes essentially yeah no it's great and i think um one lens to look at this as well is that you know learning the harmony the advanced harmony learning you know uh different melodic um ways of getting around really kind of inspiration for your improvisation these things do get into the areas where you can information your way into kind of confusion and then yeah. not sounding great so when we say you know why do i sound bad you're working on the wrong thing we want to be clear that there's a certain amount of information it's a lot that you need to have but it you don't necessarily you need to accumulate it and then kind of trust yourself that it will provide the foundation, the basis, yeah. that layer at all times for you to be able to really simplify once you go to actually work on your improvisation. And maybe that's a way for folks to be able to kind of, um, you know, balance out because they're like, wait, hold on a second. We're supposed to learn this. I'm supposed to learn this. I'm getting overwhelmed. It's like, how right. do you acquire this advanced ear training, advanced rhythmic conceptions, you know, ability to be able to shift between different grooves, ability to be able to play with others and to be able to make those adjustments. These things are very nuanced. They're, they're advanced. They require a high level of skill in a number of different areas that when you start to put them together, if you use the same kind of analysis and kind of just punctuality to your attention to them, if you combine all those and try to keep up the same way you would as you're learning them and as you're working on them, you know, it's just not going to work. So it's not about like, well, let me forget all this stuff. It's like, how do you internalize and how do you automate and how do you learn that stuff? Just like we talk about really learning the form on it soon. That's probably the biggest foundation you can have where you know it yeah. without having to think about it so that you can really work on and be concentrating in the moment on the right thing. But don't you think when it comes to improvisation, it's like, uh, it's we're, a lot of, especially beginner and intermediate players are a little bit out of balance. Yeah. Uh, with what they're working on. Like if you spent more time working on your rhythmic vocabulary than your harmonic or melodic vocabulary, you would sound better faster. That's right. That's yeah. right. Because it's potentially an area that you can work yourself into action. It's sort of an advanced concept on it quicker. So yeah. like it's very, or, or at least it's funny because a lot of people would say that that's not advanced, just repeating the same rhythm over and over again, but really being able to sit in the groove on like say one note, which doesn't take a lot of harmonic or melodic um, ingenuity to be able to do, but to be able to really feel that groove and play it in a way that makes sense, that can sound great. And so you've basically simplified and stripped away everything else. So I'm just going to concentrate on this one thing, groove and feel yeah. still an advanced thing in terms of like, to be able to really hit it at a high level. But in fact, just as for a listener, perhaps more accessible, as a player, more accessible as well. Absolutely. Well, let's get into it, man. So we're going to do four tunes. We've done these transcriptions in various open studio uh, videos on YouTube. If you're not on our YouTube channel, go subscribe because we do a lot of content there that's not here on the podcast. Uh, and if you're watching this on YouTube already, go ahead and subscribe and check out some of these these other videos that we've made. So yeah. we're going to do uh, Thelonious Monk, Straight No Chaser, mm. Clifford Brown's solo on Sandu, Sonny Clark's solo on Cheesecake from Dexter Gordon's Go, yep. and Herbie Hancock's solo on People Music uh, 
from Secrets. And like I said, these are all solos that we- You like that record, Secrets? Oh you know it's my favorite <laughs> record of all time. So these are all solos that we've worked on. What we're going to do, though, is we're going to listen to the to the solo um, first ahead okay. of time and, and check it out like for real on SoundSlice. But then we're going to take the, the pitches out of it. And you and I are going to replace the pitches with our own pitches. Okay. And- you're gonna see that. <clears throat> Hold on, let me let me warm up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be at the keyboard. I think if we okay. do this right, it's gonna be obvious that using these masters' rhythmic vocabulary with our own, probably not as sophisticated, <laughs> even melodic vocabulary as what they are using, it's still gonna sound awesome. Like it's still gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna get us like to the ninety yard, the ninety. <laughs> ninety the, yard line. To the That's 10, not bad. <laughs> I was gonna say ninety percent, then I switched to the last second. Ten yard line. Yeah. Right. So, Which would be ninety percent of the way there. With ninety percent of the way there, and then gets us into the red zone. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> that would be that'd be eighty percent. <laughs> That's true. Um, anyway, so let's go to the first one. So let's bring up Thelonious Monk, Straight No Chaser, uh, on Sound Slice, and we'll play it. And let's just listen to. We'll just listen to the head. Okay. Honestly, we could do this whole show on Monk, too, right? <laughs> exactly. Just on Monk compositions. On, on that one course. On that one course. Just on his rhythmic vocabulary of his compositions, not even counting his solos or other people's solos on his yeah. on his recordings. They're just, this is the language of the music that we're trying to improvise here. So it's great to learn these, internalize them. So yeah. let's bring up, uh, by the way, we have a PDF here. It's in the description of the podcast. It's in the description of the video. Download it. You can follow along yourself and you could check out uh, these, this head, these solos, and the rhythmic vocabulary that's associated with them. And you could try it yourself. That's Again, right. this isn't necessarily something that you would want to practice every day, but it is a really good example of, you know, man, I had a teacher in New York, Hal Galper, great pianist, who used to yeah. take your snare drum solo. Yep. And by that, he meant have that rhythmic vocabulary going in your head. Put the notes in there, whatever notes are going to work, yeah. but that rhythmic vocabulary is first. And I'll just throw out there, this is the kind of thing, when we talk about pacing in our practices, especially for you advanced kind of type A go-getters out there that are really trying to make some serious progress as improvisers, think about this kind of practice, this kind of improvisational exercise and activity as like you're almost periodizing your practice. So you might be doing some intense uh, transcription, say perhaps even of this very track, yeah, um, or some other kind of you know very deep dive, very, very much you know delving into advanced ear training type of activities, um, and then you're almost like it's almost like when you're working out a certain part of your body too hard, and you're like you need to take a little bit of a break and work out another part, or maybe even just a rest period. Yeah. So this is not necessarily total rest, but it's moving to another kind of approach to improvisation that can really balance things nicely. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, and you're feeling like, oh man, I just can't just hear this and take stuff. Take the harmony, take the scales out of it. Right. Just work on this. Play your snare drum solo. That's right. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, so Peter, can, yes. we, can we put up here the rhythmic up on so that we can see? Okay, cool. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. So so check this out. Well, the first one, I'm not even going to play anything. Okay. I want you to play me uh, this B-flat blues. We're just going to do one chorus. Okay. I'm going to give you a tempo, and if you don't mind just accompanying me. 
and I'm going to play the melody, right? Okay. No pitches. Yep. And I'm not going to play anything, actually. One, two, one, two, three. So that alone Right yep. there, I'm feeling it. I don't. Yeah. I, that's, oh, you're feeling it, all right. But buddy. you know what I mean. That sounds Absolutely. killing. Like that's better than me trying to scat some solo of like you know whatever lick of the day that I'm working on. Now let's do another one, and I'm gonna okay. put some pitches to it, but I'm not gonna do very much. I'm, okay, I'm just gonna like stay within two or three notes, probably. Okay, one, two, one, two, three, and. I mean yep let's do another one i'm gonna do i'm just gonna play a blues but i'm gonna try to stick to this rhythm yep. using my own notes one more one two one two three and You could do a whole solo of just playing the rhythm to that head, playing yeah. different notes. You know what I'm saying? You could do a hundred choruses of that. And this is kind of a, a, a nice, creative way of doing uh, what we call restrictive practicing. For sure. You know, a very specific type of uh, specific uh, type of restrictive practice. Well, and what you're also doing is you're sort of, again, you're doing that thing we like to do around here. You're walking in the shoes of these giants, right? Yes. And you're just getting to feel what it feels like to play like them, to where are they putting the beat. You know, this leads right into learning the solo by ear from the record, which yeah. is where you ultimately want to go. But if that's maybe a little too much for you at first, try just learning the rhythm, just being able to play your snare drum solo using these melodies. And this is the type of skill, like if you check out when Charlie Rouse comes in, and, uh, I believe I mean, I'm sure it's Charlie Rouse on that recording. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when he comes in on the second chorus, how locked in to the rig rhythmic flavor and flair of Thelonious Monk the way he plays that melody. I mean, it's kind of shocking actually. Yeah. Like how he, you know, on a different instrument is so like this. They had kind, a great vibe though. They had a great vibe, they, but I mean, he yeah. was Charlie Rouse was such a great listener and like would take the way Monk was phrasing it and just locked right in with that in a super exciting way. Are right, you want to try one? I do. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the next sound slice page of. Oh, I'll, I don't get to try one on this. Well, we're gonna we're gonna oh. we're gonna kind of alternate. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go take turns. Take okay. turns. We got yeah. a lot to do today. We I feel like you're to gonna do. have the good ones, but that's okay. No, I mean you can no. do. <laughs> hey, you can do whatever you want, man. You can do no, whatever. We're all good. Let's go to the next one. So oh, we're gonna go. You get Sandu. Sandu's the best. Oh, I love Sandu. All right, so we just have uh, the first chorus of Clifford Brown's solo. Mm. So let's just listen to what that actually sounds like. <laughs> let's listen to what that actually sounds like. Here we go. Uh. 
so much there. Ooh. So let's. Uh, this is a little trickier one. Okay. Well, we can. I think we no, should slow this way, way down. No, no, let's so, do it. Let's do it. No, no let's wow. do it. Like, okay. Do, go, do, 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 do. Just, I mean, because you have to kind of. You're you're reading this like you're just hearing. I mean, you probably know this solo really well. I'm assuming. Wow, but, kind of put me on the spot there, big guy. Right. No, no, <laughs> you, I like this. You want to try it? Love, yeah, so, it. so okay. however you want to do it, uh, do you want to do it just solo, so we, solo we piano? Do you want me to accompany up. you? Let's see. So we pull up the, so there is the. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on here. That's good. That's all right. It's all good here. Ding, ding. Is that the one? That's the one. Okay. I like you've got some accents in here. Well, I tried cool. to like. But yeah. the accents are really kind of the shape of the line, where the line is at its peak, yep. at the at the height of it. Mm -hmm. Just because that's where usually a lot of, especially these players of this generation, were like accenting. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this will be like, I'll start on the solo break. Yeah. Do we want to give me a little bit before it, or should I go right into it? Right, right. Let's go right on it. Okay. One, two, three, and uh. This is actually a solo. <laughs> That's all right. It's all good. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I can do better. You want to try it again? Isn't yeah, that great? That was so, so much great. fun to try to do because you get to kind of live in his world for a little yeah. bit. Let's try it again. One, I, I want to get it a little more accurate, two, though. Three, and... so fun you know so fun. like you get to really feel the flow okay let's let's I, on. I, you know one thing i noticed on there in the uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten 11th bar well really the ninth bar of the blues that uh the way that phrase playing with the pickup uh yeah, like yeah, yeah. that is you know because a lot of times like if you're going to which is cool but this is like Gang. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like a uh, like at a little different place that sounded great, but felt a little uncomfortable to me. But this kind of forced me into it, and now maybe it'll become a little bit part of my vocabulary. So I'm saying, and I mean, if you obviously if you add the melody in, like if you learn the solo by ear and you learn the notes he's playing, it's it's like even at a next level. Yeah. But breaking it down to just the rhythm is very eye opening, especially if you're if you're a player that is get that's frustrated by the amount of 
just running your fingers over your instrument yep. and like playing the same old stuff, doing exercise like this can be big time nice. help. I, and actually I'm thinking, cause I kind of know, I mean, I've just heard this so much. I feel like I know the solo that actually makes it a little harder. Cause you, to, cause that's you why start, I, you start I playing, started the, playing solo. the solo. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm hearing it, but that makes it. So this is actually a great thing to practice. People are always like, I learned the solo. What do I do now? I'm just playing it. Yeah. This is something that you can do a nice little challenge to take that rhythmic structure, that rhythmic format, that rhythmic form and turn it into something don't else. sound bad work on your rhythmic vocabulary all right, that's right Peter, i'm gonna give you this is peter's choice here do you want do you want to take cheesecake and i'll take people music or do you want to i mean you know you're not even asking me that you know you want people music you love that record you, if mean, you have any faults it's that you love that yeah i want to give you the option I'll, no i'll take the cheesecake okay it's all, good. all right so up next is sonny clark solo just the first chorus of sonny clark solo from cheesecake from dexter Ooh. gordon's classic album go hold on okay, that's okay put it back up there it's all right, it's all right. they can see oh, behind no, that all right it's good to go okay. uh classic album go yeah and man, this is first of all uh solo is just unbelievable anyway but check out the rhythmic so if you look at it if you if you download the pdf and you look at the sheet music it looks like a lot of eighth notes but it's really it's not check it out <laughs> That's what we have. Let's listen to it one more time, yeah. just from the record, because it kind of goes by fast. And again, we can slow this way down. So much vocabulary in this. It's just, oh, you yeah. could sing, I get that, I get that, yeah. It's like talking. He's talking for sure. Fantastic. So, and these are great changes too over Cheesecake. A uh, bit of a minor blues vibe. Um, you want to give it a go? Yeah. How does that, is that it there? Oh, That's no, it. Come back yeah, 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 yeah. That was oh, it. Bang. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. This will be a, um, it's going to be a little challenge to get my music going here. This is a tough one. This is going to be a tough one because you also have changes to deal with. So, you you know, yeah. not well, to tell you, you your business, but you might. I hope you enjoy people music. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm looking for I got you. Music. I got you. I know. Got you. Got two chords going there. Three chords. Mm -hmm. oh, be We're nice. going to go pretty slowly here. It doesn't have to be too slow. And so I'll give you that whole C minor bar. Okay. One, two, three, and. <laughs> that, that, that was piss poor. I apologize. That's like, that was it's like back in music school. That was great. not Let's good. Let's okay. Let's, Let's do it again. Because you know what was bad about that? It didn't sound, I didn't play a good solo and I, and I was not accurate to the rhythm. <laughs> at a certain point, I kind of panicked and was like, you know what? Let me go back. Let me, let me just go back to one note because that's the whole point of it. That's the whole point. And it still didn't sound good. Uh, let's try. One, two, three. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me, I got to pull this up. Oh, sorry. Okay, there we go. Two, three, and. Wait, start again, start again. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. Now I'm feeling it. Let's go. Two, three, and. <laughs> 
That's awesome. See what I'm saying? Man, that sounded great. Man, if I could keep improving like that, it would sound good by the eighth or ninth time, which is really <laughs> no, the way to man. practice this, though. But this is That's so, what's up on this, you it's know? It's so good. All right, I'm going to take on people music. This is going to be the hardest one, I think. Oh. I, I gave myself the hardest one, just so you know, just for your benefit. If only you knew it better. If only you loved it more. What? No, I don't okay. know this. Here we go. Okay, okay. now see, he's not I'm ready. Not he's not ready. I'm not he ready. ain't ready. He ain't ready for y'all. Now, I would just say, as he's pulling that up right, on that ready, one, ready. Playing it slower, not to make excuses for myself again, but actually to recommend practicing at that tempo, that's where it's at. That's, you know, if you can get around these changes and you kind of can read these rhythms or start to learn them, it'll actually be a little easier at like this tempo. But practice at that slower tempo where you're exposed, where you have to really get these rhythms to lay within the groove in a way that you're hearing the spacing of those eighth notes, of those eighth note triplets, of those sixteenth notes. It's painful, and you're going to play it a little faster and be like, oh, I can sound good. But if you can't sound good with it playing slower, you need to be practicing at that tempo. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right, cue me up here, Pete. Let's okay. do it, man. You ready? Yeah. I love this. It's good. This is going to be hard to not just play the solo. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> He's ready. All right, here we go. Okay. Hold up. You like that one? You like that one? Is that it there? That was up. Okay. Can you give me a can you give me a compliment? Oh yeah. I'm gonna give you two beats well, and we're on, in. Let me get my chart going here. I'm gonna keep it simple here at first, man. I've learned from your mistakes. Wait, what is that? What do you clap? What do you, what do you? Uh, uh, okay. That's I thought one. you were doing like a one, a two, a hey. one, ten, jazz, go! One, three, a one. <laughs> okay. One, uh, uh. Ah. Oh wait, did I go Come too on, early? Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm just getting. I just want to give you a chance. So, is that a pick up there? Yeah, I'm just gonna okay. give you two, and then so. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two. Okay, one more time and I'm going to add some notes here. Ready? All right. One, two, two three. More time for accuracy. Yeah, I got yeah. the spirit. I got That's spirit. Good. Here we go. One, Should we go a little faster? You think? Yeah. One, two, three. 
Uh, you know what I mean? I just that was decent solo for my nice. second time through. Because nice. Herbie's rhythm. And here's the other thing. Have you noticed something about doing four of these from four of these players? Yeah. Uh, even though we're playing such kind of weak, like melodic stuff, for sure, because we're just trying to get the rhythm. Yeah, it sounds like those players. Like that does. sounds like a Herbie. That's even though I'm not playing anything Herbie would play melodically, because I'm just kind of reading this rhythm. It sounds like a Herbie solo because yes. of his phrasing, because of his rhythm. No, That's even, what you get from this. Absolutely, and even when it's like. <laughs> Man, that's totally. That's the vibe. That's the vibe. Getting that vocabulary, like being able to to be free with that, and then adding your own. Yeah. Ah. Now I'm just doing all my Herbie stuff. <laughs> just turned into just no, a Herbie but it's totally. Fest. And maybe even a way to practice this too is like you could get going, especially a little company. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Beat on the drum. Play your snare drum solo. Yeah, man. Peter, I think we got it, man. I think that was a, a decent demonstration of how some rhythmic vocabulary you like seem relieved. Yeah, I'm like woo. <laughs> reading, reading and stuff. But no, you know but what? you know what? This is a nice little sight reading ep uh, exercise too, because folks are always asking about how do you work on sight yeah, reading. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times we're sending them to, you know, the classical stuff, the the the, the sonatinas and stuff, a different kind of reading. But if you think about the types of things that we would likely come into contact with reading studio work you know, big band stuff, funk charts or whatever, um, these different grooves, lead sheets, chords, a lot of it is about being able to read complex rhythms quickly and accurately and being able to visualize yeah. them and then take them. So this is some excellent uh, sight reading stuff well, I and would the, recommend. And I'm, I kind of sprung this on you because if we were to do this really right, we would just learn this by ear, right? We would yeah. like learn the rhythms, just be able to sing the rhythms. And so I encourage you, if you want to get better at music, Learn a chorus of a Clifford Brown solo by just learning the snare drum solo right. rhythm, like, you know, a da 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 Maybe the general right. shape. You don't even have to know the notes, but like, you hear. Actually, you hear like old jazz musicians do this all the time. Where they be like, ba do bow, shabaka do wa ga do ga ga ga. like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. That's part of it, man. That's part yeah. of the feeling. That's right. Sorry, I noodled a little, little bit behind you because Keep I was doing. trying to demonstrate Keep what noodling. you were doing. <laughs> This is great, man. I'm, I'm really inspired to practice some of this stuff and um, incorporate it into my routine. And again, I, I just recommend folks, when you're looking, don't feel like, okay, now I've got another thing I have to practice every day. No, this is when you want a little bit of a change of pace, a little bit, you know, look at something, a solo or a player or just, a, you know, these fragments, maybe something, maybe you don't know any of these or maybe you know half of them. Maybe you can look at them through a little bit of a different prism and then apply that to your practice in a really simple, isolated way. Love it. Peter, this was super fun. Thank you, everybody. Of course, we're sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com. That's right. For all of your jazz lesson needs. Are we, are we going to play it out or are we going to go out? Let's, what are we doing? No, let's, let's play the thing. We're going to play along with it. Let's do it. Here we go. You'll uh, hear it. You'll hear it. Ah. <laughs>